0: number two of Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer in Ice District 8th floor, Rogers Place, 630 chat Broadcast Booth. Brennan Escott back at the 630 chat Studios. Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation. It'll be Jack Campbell against Andre Vasilevsky tonight at Rogers Place. The Oilers beating the Lightning here 4-1 last March. I mentioned McDavid scored a couple beauties in that game. So, too, Leon Dreisettel, uh, the, the insurance marker, the 3-1 goal, outlaid everybody down. That was interesting. Uh, Hedman got beat on the one nothing goal by McDavid, but it wasn't Hedman's fault. It was a quick one-touch turnover in the neutralized area, and McDavid was gone. On the 3-1 goal in that game, after Tampa didn't convert on a 5-3, Um Dry Settle raced down the left side. This is obviously before his high ankle sprain and beat uh, Hedman hard to the hole before sifting home a backhand pass, Brian Elliott. Tonight, it'll be Andre Vasilevsky, who, in fairness, the Oilers beat back in November on the night in which Evander Kane sliced his uh, wrist. Again, Oilers now brought to you by World of Spas. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. They do great work. I can personally guarantee you that. You can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline as well, 780-496-0063. The River resort Resort Casino Excitement 24-7, 365 Excitement, bet on it. All right, um, in the next half hour, in about uh, 37 seconds time, we'll hook up with Cody CC. Uh, but before we do, we go into the orders now. Injury Report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, big fans and supporters of both the uh, Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks, also the Oil Kings. Connection there for James Brown and the Oil Kings, as well as the Alberta Golden Bears. Edmonton, uh, Kyler Yamamoto, one of four players on LTIR, along with Ryan Murray. Yamamoto, upper body, Murray, upper body. Uh, Of course, Oscar Clefbaum and uh, Mike Smith no longer playing. They're both on LTIR. Brent Seabrook who uh, recently uh, has been dealing with a, uh, a family matter, but he's he's been on LTIR as well as careers over. Uh, got it, had a great uh, career. His He's currently the Lightning traded for him uh, to deploy the LTIR uh, mechanism. So there's a look. Uh, the team's basically healthy uh, beyond that. Yamamoto, obviously, a significant absence in the Oilers lineup. Uh, Tampa Bay, pretty much good to go here. And uh, it'll be a challenge tonight for the Edmonton Oilers. All right, let's uh, do this. Uh, courtesy of our friends at Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk three Edmonton area locations W I L H A U K today. Here's our one-on-one sit-down conversation with Edmonton Oilers defenseman Cody Cc. Cody, the uh, the team has put together four wins in a row. Do you think uh, what is it? Is it uh, commitment? Maybe to a little bit better defensive structure. What do you think's going on here?
1: Um. Yeah. I think uh, I think we we've, we've been waiting for this all year just to get on a little bit of a of run. Uh, we're playing well. I think everyone's playing well in their own roles. Um, we're playing better defensively uh, early on. We give up the, uh, we give up some goals that we like back in, in every game, and uh, now we're uh, making other teams work for their goals. So I think that helps helps a lot, and, and uh, we're trending in the right direction. A lot of defensemen
0: don't like eleven and seven. Uh, Vincent Deary. I think it's fair to say He's, he provides a different dimension. Uh, You're a veteran in this league. What do you see? And he's 26. You're only a couple years older than him, three years older than him. What do you, you know? It's been a long journey. What do you see in his game?
1: Uh, Yeah, he's a he's a big guy. He uh, he uses his size to his advantage. takes uh, takes that extra second to to make the right play because he's not worried about getting getting creamed by anyone. He's uh, he's a good good smart player and. uh, Adds adds another layer to our defense. He's, uh, I mean, uh, forwards are intimidated by him. Just going into a corner, you can you can see it, and he's got that long reach. And uh, yeah, I think he's uh, he's come in and he's uh, he's played very well for us. Is it forced or change anything that you do? Um, I mean, as it kind of takes away a little bit from the the whole whole right side. We're all kind of fighting for for minutes here and there, but. Uh, at the same time, it helps us uh, all be a little more rested when our time is uh, up to to play, and uh, lets me focus right on uh, on one line instead of uh, one and a half lines, uh, say in a, in a normal game. Some people focus on advanced analytics like Carsey and
0: Fenwick and those sort of things. Other people are old school, look at plus minus. You're you've been a, you're a plus player in Toronto plus player in Pittsburgh, plus player each of the last two years in Edmonton. Ian Cole is like that as well. He plays for Tampa. He was plus player in Colorado, plus player in Minnesota, uh, plus player in Carolina. What do you think it is about, like, what are the sort of reoccurring themes that ensure that happens? For you? Is it is it is it fluke that it happens with a veteran
1: defenseman, or do you think there's something with experience and age that enables it to happen? I think experience and age uh, helps play into it for sure. Uh, every game you're learning. There's so many different scenarios in a, in a hockey game. Every game you're learning, and um, you're uh, trying to apply it to the next game. And uh, I think a lot of the the same things uh, come up time time and time again, especially with uh, the top line. So you try and learn their tendencies going into into a game, and it helps you uh, helps you uh, try and prevent them from from scoring. But uh, I don't know. With, I don't know what it is with uh, with plus minus, but sometimes it can still go look, your way. Do guys still look at it? Players still look at it? Yeah, for sure. I think everyone takes pride in it. Um, it's still a stat, uh, but sometimes it can go your way, and sometimes it you can play a great game and be be minus two. So uh, it just uh, depends on the game.
0: There you go. That is Cody Cece, defenseman for the Edmonton Oilers. Herm has texted us on the ass. I like to hear from Herm. His son's a former goaltender of the U of A program. Herm was a goalie himself and worked for years in the Western League. Bob, I'm glad to see the coach's uh, uh, confidence in Jack Campbell again tonight. If we're going to Go into the second half, scheduled battle. It'd be so important to have him going. Oilers be patient to line up for a bit to see how the younger players gel as well. And we talked about that on yesterday's show. This is basically an audition for the likes of Broberg uh, and Holloway. Um, Mitch has texted us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. It says, Bob, last year Nick Paul was your guy. You mentioned him about 6,000 times on the show. Who's your guy this year that you want to see add? <laughs> Brendan, who's my guy? You listening right now? Who's, yeah, who? yeah. Sam Lafferty. <laughs> okay. And guess which team needs a third-line right wing? The Tampa Bay Lightning. We mentioned Hagel last year. Before he, There was five players we mentioned all at like 1.5 or whatever million or less or whatever it was. Uh, we talked about Hagel being a guy that somebody was going to go scoop. Uh, Bastion was at 800,000 bucks. Uh, and was not playing in Seattle start of the year, and you had to wonder, you know, could you move... Like, would you move Benson for him? You know, a six foot four right-shot guy. Because I knew once he went to waivers, New Jersey was going to claim him back because they'd signed him to a two-year goal. So we mentioned Bastion a lot. We mentioned Paul a lot. Uh, Brad Holland tipped me off on Mason Marchment before he had the hot streak. He said, Bob, he's about to pop. And then he ended up having a ridiculous second half of the season. So those were some of the guys that we mentioned during the course of last year. For me, this year, it's been Lafferty. 1.125 cap hit, and maybe one other player, and that's Bukestead, playing uh, in Arizona at $900,000. They're both right shots. I think we could see some movement on the right side in the Oilers organization over the next couple of years. I think we're headed down a pretty inevitable path with, yes, the as well. All right, uh, keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, but at this time... At 114 in Edmonton, we are going to head into NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com Edmonton owned and operated. uh, Drew Shamahorn. I mentioned those New West teams and Kevin Shamahorn who recently passed away uh, was on those uh, New Westminster teams back when they had uh, Barry Beck and Maxwell and Miles Zaharko all who ended up playing in the National Hockey League. One of the biggest defenses of all time in junior hockey.
2: Brendan bring it to us. What do you got? 12 other games on a busy night in the NHL. Uh, Toronto hosts Winnipeg and Montreal entertains Florida in the other Canadian action. Uh, Lightning meeting the Oilers at 7 o'clock on 6.30 chat. Our coverage following the 5.30 news. Panthers coach uh, Paul Maurice fined $25,000 by the NHL for uh, comments against officials after their game, uh, I believe it was against Toronto the other night. Minnesota's Matt Dumba a healthy scratch tonight, so tally that up along with uh, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter's buyouts, they have $19 million sitting on the bench or, wow. or otherwise unavailable. Wow. It's bizarre. Uh, Preds forward Michael McCarron back from the league's player assistance program. He's been reassigned to Milwaukee. Bakersfield scored a 5-1 win over uh, <laughs> over Bakersfield, it says in my script. A 5-1 win last night. They played the San Diego Gulls. Uh, Carter Savoy with a hat trick while Xavier Borgo had a pair of assists. Um, Friday and Saturday, they will play the Roadrunners in Tucson. Oil Kings home to Prince George Saturday. Brandon on Sunday and the U of A
0: Golden Bears welcome the Saskatchewan Huskies this weekend. Ian Herbers uh, will be on the show tomorrow when Brendan and Cam Moon host it as i will be flying off to Vancouver. The John Reed uh, Tournament is currently taking place in St. Albert as well. Lots of the WHL uh, executives in town for that. It's one of the top uh, evaluators for the upcoming, uh, what traditionally was known as the Bantam Draft. I don't know if we're still using that term. Uh, You mentioned Carter Savoy hat-trick. He's now got eight goals, 11 points, 27 games this year, dash three. He was on a line last night with Malone and Borgo as Colin Chuck had Noah Phillip uh, centering uh, James Hamblin and uh, Seth Griffith. And again, I think we've talked about the fact that you know we got to see the orders uh, get players like Savoy obviously Borgo first round draft choice Labois, second round pick uh Philp and Tulio those are orders prospects so some significant minutes be interesting to see where Devin Shore ends up uh, in the lineup in Bakersfield as well as he goes down on a conditioning stint 116 in Edmonton Cam Moon to talk a bit about Jack Campbell's catching glove when we return on orders now Welcome back, everybody. A quick text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. We've not heard from the Chisler out of Vegas for a while. Uh, Definitely don't have to love-hate this text, Bob. Look for the team to ride the lightning tonight versus a fatigued Tampa Bay Bolts squad bank on it. By the way, in my opinion Bob, you don't have to agree with me. In all seriousness I heard you were ruthless and the brains in a beast playing with Guy Godowski back in your Southside Athletic Club days. Can you confirm or deny it? I wasn't very good. That's what I'll tell you. You should know that by now, Chisler. You skated with me in 1986. Uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Forest text line 780 63 Cars cost less than Wataska and Brent Ridge Ford in Wataska, and well known for their top shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. You can call Uncle Milt Rich Johnny, and the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780 352 6048. Brent Ridge Ford is your Ford Truck Authority in the Auto Mile in Wetaska. When we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline for Brent Ridge Ford, and welcome back to the show, one of the two order Radio play-by-play voices. Jack's got the call tonight on Sportsnet. Uh, Cam Moon will be with me on the orders Radio Network. Hello, Mooner. How you doing? Doing very well. Looking forward to the tilt tonight. Yeah, it should be a, a great game. All right, let's get to it here. Uh, yeah. Help it part, Tonight, you're not a play-by-play guy. Tonight, you're a former WHL goaltender. Explaining to everybody out there what is happening with uh, Jack Campbell's catching gloves. Two goals this year. Uh, one long-range bomber from Colin Miller from outside the blue line. And then the 2-2 goal or 3-2 goal the other night from Vince Dunn after he switched to new equipment. Give me your thoughts. What do you think's
3: going yeah, on? Yeah, I, I, I watched watch the goal again. And in real time, it did. A, it totally reaffirmed what I thought. That shot by Dunn hit the top of the of the pocket of the glove and caved it in. And it, it, is if that's a, a, I guess a flaw of the glove, or a flaw of the angle of the glove, or a flaw of the way the glove's broken in. I don't know that for sure. Because I haven't put the glove on. I can't tell you that. But from what I watched, it hit the top of the pocket. It caved the, caved in the top. And it just went off of it and in. And and that's, that's what happened in that goal against Dallas, too. So both times, Jack, he, he had it. It was there. It was there to be caught. But instead of hitting the top of that pocket and then having it, you know, get brought into that part of the glove, it just – broke it right down and went in. So this morning when he had his morning availability, I mean, he just said, hey, it was a goal and and that was it. He just owned it. But the glove certainly failed him. Um, You know, if his angle of the glove was a little different, it might have helped. And I can't comment on, on how that glove is broken in. If it's broken in where the top of the pocket is easier to cave in, well, then you can see how that would happen. But Seeing it in real time from where we are in the press box, that's what it looked like. Cause it looked like he had it, and then all of a sudden, it's it's off the glove and in. He didn't miss it. No, he he definitely had his glove in. Uh, Almost perfect position, but uh, even still, it should it should have went off that top of the pocket and in the glove instead of out of it.
0: All right, uh, Cam Moon joining us, and all his talks about gloves has makes me think of one thing: if the glove don't fit, you got to acquit. So, uh, but but here's here's Cocker <laughs> <do> Cochran. <laughs> you like that? Uh, here's here's what's kind of ironic about it all: the first mm-hmm. goal against the long-range bomber from Colin Miller. Uh, And I don't know if this included the glove, but I do know that Jack Campbell was wearing Vaughn's equipment earlier in the year. And about, what, six weeks to eight weeks ago, switched over to uh, Brian's equipment. And you still are on the ice at times doing some goalie coaching uh, during the summers. Is that correct?
3: Yes. Yes.
0: How, maybe you can explain in, in layman's terms to those of us who, like, I was the guy when I played with Guy Gadowski and our goaltender got beat on the third rebound. I was the guy that skated back into my zone because I was usually off outside of the blue line saying, Hey, you got to have that one too. So help us out technically here. How advanced are things and is Brian specifically considered to be state of the art when it comes to equipment?
3: Well, yeah. yeah. But so so is Vaughn. But okay. it's just that uh, the stuff that, you know, Jack was using before was old. It was old Vaughn stuff. I mean, and things have changed. And the goaltending equipment, it's changed rapidly. His, uh, his arm and chest protection, he's using a newer version, which is bigger. Uh, what he had before looked like it had been around for a while and certainly didn't have as much coverage, uh, you know, above the shoulder. And the pads are definitely different in that uh, the ones that he has now, there's, uh, there's more coverage when he butterflies for the five-hole. So the pad, it comes up higher above the knee, and it, it's, it's stiffer, too. The, uh, the older ones, they would, and, and because they're older, I mean, they're going to break down a bit, but they were also a softer pad. So, I mean, the ones that he has now, those rebounds are going to go away from him real quick. As opposed to the older versions, where where the puck would hit and and deaden a little bit, so the the rebound would stay closer to you. Uh, now, I mean, if you if you kick it just right, I and mean, you can boot that thing right out of the zone. So, yeah, there's there's certainly a, it's a different it's a different technology, uh, it's a different style of pad, I would say, and uh, certainly he's using newer stuff. And the, and the chest and arm protection, I, I think, is quite noticeable that what he is going with now is is a little bit bigger than what he had before. But and I understand I totally understand uh, Jack's you know wanting to hold on to the old stuff. You get the old stuff, it feels just right and and you're comfortable with it. And then switching mid-season, that's not easy because now you're changing the whole feel of things and you've got to get up to speed with it real quick. And then what if you don't have a real good game the first time you wear it and then you start thinking that maybe that's the problem. So For him to make that switch in the middle of the season, I tip the cap to him because I don't think that would be easy.
0: Well, you know what they say, a carpenter never blames his tools. uh, As I've often been accused of being Canada's worst handyman, I'm not one to judge on those issues. Uh, But uh, I do think, to me, Campbell does look a little bit bigger in goal cam. I think that's noticeable, and obviously he's playing better as well. You did a great job explaining it. We're going to have fun tonight, okay? Oh, you better believe it. we will see you later. You bet. That's Cam Moon, courtesy of our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Japanese village for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census reserve today at jvedmonton.ca. As we go to the orders now, prospect report for Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace. Reface. Back in the 630 Chad Studios, Brendan Scott.
2: Well, we'll take a glance at uh, the Oilers' prospects once again here in the system. Still V. Petrov pacing things. 54 points in 39 games played uh, for the North Bay Battalion out there in the OHL. Jake Chason keeps ticking along now. Five games played uh, with the Saskatoon Blades. He picked up another assist there. So four points in five games yet to score his first goal. And we'll see on that front. Um, Reed Jafer, he was here, so I assume they're giving him sort of that post-holiday uh, break there that uh, some of the World Junior guys get, but uh, still over a point per game for that loaded Seattle Thunderbirds team, Bob, and I, I'm excited to see where he might slot in with all that uh, NHL draft talent moving forward. And we told you earlier today about uh, the hat trick for Carter Savoy and the couple of assists for Xavier Borgo. Borgo is now up to uh, just over a half point per game, 18 points. That's nine goals and nine assists and 35 games on the farm as a rookie.
0: All right, great stuff. Uh, Hey, Brennan, I've got to uh, go downstairs, I believe, because I think Mr. Shannon's waiting for us in the building. John is in town to work on the Sportsnet broadcast tonight. Uh, John will join us at 135. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.